Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. What up, what up, everybody? Time for a little more Genesis love. <laughs> I have an interview for you today with Nick Davis of Lean Themes. It's leanthemes.co. They are new to the Genesis child theme space, but I love what they're doing. And I forgot, I think I connected originally just through a squeeze page uh, to be notified of when they launched the first theme. And so as soon as Kickstart came out, I grabbed it right away, fell in love with it, and wanted to get them on the show for you guys. So today, like I said, it's Nick Davis of Lean Themes. And this, what I love about this is not only do I get to connect with cool people, um, I get to connect with cool people all over the world. And Nick is originally from the UK and is living and working in Italy, as is his business partner. So you're going to get the whole scoop on this because I think the uh, premium themes market is is shifting and growing. And we talked about that a little bit too. So Anyways, enjoy the interview, and if you would like to win a copy of Kickstart, just go to the wpchick.com forward slash lean themes, and there is a raffle there, and you can enter your info, and we're going to pick a random winner, and you're going to get a copy of Kickstart. Enjoy the interview. And I do have to let you guys know, first of all, that I'm very jealous because Nick is in Italy near a lake right now. <laughs> he hey, is. It's really windy, though. It's not. You know, <laughs> I'll try and make it sound bad, but it's. But it's, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. It's just you know, it's fun to share that kind of stuff too because that is. Um, I don't know. That's what. That's what we love about doing right the lifestyle of doing this and and following and working following your passions and working that hard. So um, before we get into the questions, fill us in a little bit about about yourself and and Dairy and how you guys connected um, and started the company. Sure. Um, we met about a year ago. I think it was now. Um, he, he actually lives in Italy as well. And um, long story short, I was going to uh, another part of Italy, Bologna, and uh, I was actually having lunch with Peldi. Um, who the guy who started Balsamic mockups is, is how I know him, but he's a really nice guy. And um, after lunch, he basically said, Oh, if you're really into WordPress, um, you know, you should speak to my buddy Derry, who lives just around the corner. So we did that. We ended up like sitting in the park for like an hour, just talking about tech and websites and life and all those things. And um, we kind of stayed in touch. And about six months later, we uh, he got in touch with me. And, you know, we just had the idea to do, uh, to do lean themes. So before we kick off with Lean Themes and, and your Kickstarter theme, tell us what you were doing before you started Lean Themes and how you got into web development. Sure. Um, I've been doing web development for about, I guess, 15 years. I started um, uh, actually when I was at university just messing around. And um, uh, I went through, you know, I worked as a journalist originally, and then I just got more and more into the web side of things. Um uh, and uh, did do various jobs for about 10 years um, at kind of lower level. And then and, um, I ended up um, basically being 
managing a, a large team of uh, designers and developers um, for a publishing company in Dubai uh, in the Middle East and um, I really enjoyed that but really fancied like a change of pace you know um, and uh, I kind of moved out to Italy like started again and um, I just I was coming out of a time where because we had a few WordPress sites in my the company I worked at the publishing company but um, it's about three and a half years ago so I don't think WordPress was like really kind of mainstream then not for me it's just crossing over so I just kind of took a big step back started looking at WordPress and um, just thought wow this is just so cool I remember uh, you know the company we were at we were spending like a fortune on these horrible like off the shelf content management systems and needed you know armies of developers to to get the most simple thing done. And then I was kind of sat here in Italy, just one person. I like, you know, I didn't really have like a huge coding knowledge, but I could just do the, you know, things that would have taken me days, weeks to get done before. And it just kind of blew my mind. And, um, and just kind of through that, I sort of found my way to, to Genesis because, um, you know, when I first came across WordPress, I had no idea about the theme market. Uh, I coded my first sort of WordPress theme, just sort of hacking stuff. And then later, you know, I think after I finished that, I was like, oh, you can just go and buy a theme for like $30. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I just done this the most horrible theme ever. And, um, and, uh, and, and then it was, you know, just a question. I was kind of shopping around. I was looking at uh, Thesis and I was looking at Genesis. I was looking at Thesis again and then Genesis and a few others. And um, I just, I just really liked the, the way the studio guys, studio press guys presented themselves, you know? Um, and I, I think it's probably quite a good business lesson actually, because I know like, a lot of people tell you not to do this anymore. And, I, and you know, we, I guess we don't really do it in, in lean themes is that they do, uh, you know, they did this, uh, they still do this pro plus package. It was like unlimited everything. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, you know, it was, you know, there's no developer option. There was no use it on as many sites as you want. It was like, you know, you know, throw away all the, you know, because it's all GPL. It's like, you know, put your name all over it instead of ours and, um, you know, for life. And I was just like, you know what? That makes the decision, like, easier. And um, and that's that's really how I found my way into Genesis. And I, I um, you know, I didn't, to start with, because I wasn't a strong coder at all. I didn't, it wasn't like I looked at it and just went, oh, this is like coding heaven. And yeah. <clears throat> everything is so clean and so nice and, I look at it now and I think that, um, but I guess it was just a, like a business fit for me. And I just liked their, their kind of style and philosophy. It was only later that I really understood the strength of, uh, kind of the Genesis framework. It's so funny that you say that. Cause I bought the, the pro plus package pre Genesis. And I remember, um, emailing them and this Brian Gardner answered me. This was way back. And he said, and I was like, can I, I can use these as much as I want, right? Like on clients. <laughs> I just was like thinking, and he said, as much as you want, you know, and because I just was like, this is a no brainer. This is just a done deal. Um, You know, so I I definitely, it's it's a great way to look at it, like you said. And I mean, I was in with Studio Press pre-Genesis, so I was then had to learn Genesis, but I just, I trust the guys over there. So that's great. Um, You know, when, so when you guys were connecting and starting this, and then you'd got, you'd gotten more into Genesis, um, you know, what made you decide to do child themes for Genesis? Cause you, I guess you could have just, uh, just done your own standalone themes, right? Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, I have, uh, you know, of the two of us, um, you know, I have the, 
uh, you know, more of the, the Genesis background than 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 Derry, who who, who tends to concentrate on the design. Though he's a yeah, he's a very good developer as well. Um, and sometimes I think he's better than me, but um, don't tell him <laughs> that. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, well, we with lean themes, you know. Part of, part of the lean in lean themes, we re, we really wanted to come from the angle of you know doing themes without bloat, without you know theme option pages that stretch on forever. And I realize this is probably not the most like original idea. There's people have been kind of rallying against this for well probably since people started putting in huge theme option pages. But certainly, I think it's kind of quite. Um, Maybe fashionable is the wrong word, but in the last year or so, people have been really going. I, you know, I don't want a theme with that does everything anymore. I just want like a light one. So, um, we'd originally had the chat about you know how to deliver lean WordPress themes in general, and then of Genesis, in my opinion, is is very lean. Uh, the way it's done, you know that you you know you're only just pulling in just the bits you need, just at the moment you need it. Um, so it just seemed like a like a natural extension. I think it, um, I mean, obviously, obviously we'd already made the, the decision by that stage, but I think it really helped us when I put the original, uh, like tweet out saying, Oh, you know, Hey, I think this was in probably August, September, uh, 2013. And, uh, I, you know, I sent it out on the, you know, the Genesis WP, uh, hashtag on Twitter and the response we got uh, to me was just like incredible. And, uh, I think, you know that community side of it as well is 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 really really cool. Um, you know, I, I remember you know Brian Gardner retweeted us and a couple of other you know uh, like big names in the community sent stuff out for us and we got I think on like first tweet we got like a hundred plus email signups maybe like a hundred and fifty. That's just, fantastic. Like, people <laughs> say, it blew my mind because people were like, oh, Twitter doesn't confirm, uh, you know. And it's just, um, I mean, I think it's a real credit to, to Derry because the landing page we had, uh, which was sort of became our kind of splash sort of mini theme, um, um, it just, um, I think, yeah, I mean, because I, I think I replied to Brian and said, you know, just, hey, thanks for the for the retweet. And he said, no problem. Like, I just love the style or all words to that, to, to that effect. So, um, yeah, I think the community helps, but... You know, it was really the, it was the the leanness. You know, we couldn't be lean themes without um, like a lean framework underneath. So Genesis was the was the obvious choice. Now, that's great. It's funny with the the theme options where you talk about that because every now and then I'm like, oh, this theme looks kind of neat, and I'll try it, and I look at it, and it makes me crazy. Where with Genesis, you know what you're getting. You know, and it's different because um, since I've gotten the Kickstart theme, the customization it's just through the WordPress. You know, you can change the background and some of that stuff, and that makes it easier for the user. Um, but before we get into that stuff, let's talk a little bit about the premium theme marketplace. And I know we talked a little bit offline about this, but you know, it's really exploded in the last couple of years. Did you guys have any concerns about entering this space? I think it's sort of yes and no. I didn't, we, I mean, obviously I'm aware of how big the theme markets become. I think I have, I have Brian himself say, you know, it's, I've used the term saturated, but it's like if you're going to succeed in the theme market now, you, you have to ally yourself with, uh, you know, you know, with a, a big theme provider, you know, like like Genesis at least to get kind of started. I think it was, it's kind of two things really. I I I felt 
for us, you know, it, we both, you know, we both have clients and, and do custom development and things like that. Um, I'm involved in a few different things, and so it's like, like it didn't have to succeed. You know, it didn't. It, we weren't putting all our eggs in in one basket. So, and for me, a lot of what I do is coding custom themes. So it's not like I'm really wasting my time coding Kickstart because I'm learning stuff in Kickstart that I can apply elsewhere and vice versa. So, um, yeah, I think I was. You know, I was, was encouraged a lot by by Studio Press and um, their sort of positive reaction to what we're doing, and um, and, and and I think by you know uh, putting ourselves in that Genesis space, I think we've got you know a bigger chance of succeeding. I don't. For us, it's like not to sound cheesy. It really is like a bit of a labour of love. And <laughs> it's I just not think, cheesy. <laughs> it's just um, you know, I just looked at. There is designs and he's my partner, so I'm going to say they're good. But I just, I just looked at him and I just, just, just like, wow, this is okay. You know, this is to me is really different. This is it's really incredible. And um, I'd actually gone through a couple of years of like picking up projects and putting them down, or partnering with people and having to walk away. And so I was so, you know, I was just about. Um, uh, we were just about to have a baby um, as well, our family. So I had that in that in my mind as well. I was shedding commitments as fast as I could. I was just dropping things. I realized that I'd spread myself way, way too much. But with, with Lean Themes, it was like the one thing I kept, you know, one thing that I wanted to kind of fight for and keep doing when I just dropped everything else. And I just think it was because um, I saw what Derry had done and I I didn't see many other people, if any, with a similar kind of style themes. I guess, you know, it's, it's always similar styles, but... Um, and particularly like in uh, Genesis space, I think Kickstart and even Splash, I just I just felt they were, you know, sufficiently different design-wise to what was out there. Um, and that's not disrespecting some of the great themes and the designers out there already in Genesis. But, um, you know, it's not like we've got 100 Genesis theme shots, not that I know of anyway. And so I think there's still room in the space for... Um, you know, more design styles to prosper. Um, so I think it was that just kind of coupled with, um, you know, we just, we wanted to be the, you know, the anti-bloated theme guys. And we wanted to be the guys that shipped a theme that was really lean. So lean in terms of the code, which to some people, they're not that fussed about, but also lean in terms of, um, you know, for, for entrepreneurs so they could execute like reasonably quickly. I think that was, I mean, that was actually one of the challenges because I guess often one of the ways to help someone execute on a WordPress theme really quickly if they're not a coder is to stuff it full of options, right? So they've got an option for every single thing. It uh, is, you know what's um, interesting, though, with Kickstart? So for me, it was... <coughs> Sorry. Just FYI, guys, if, if I jump and cut over here, it's there's not a huge delay, but... We are in different parts of the world. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Nick, but I was going to say what I loved, you know, I'm playing with Kickstart, like I said, because I want to change my theme and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what I'm going to go with because uh, a lot of times, you know, my audience is the everyday user. And so I, I get the common question of, I installed the theme. It looks nothing like the demo. Well, just by putting a couple things in place, it's like, got it. You know, the widget, everything, it was it was very intuitive, actually, I, I, I thought. And yeah, I know what I'm doing. But I, I think that setting stuff up, and I love what you said about, you know, for entrepreneurs who kind of want to get stuff going, 
you guys have made it really easy to, to, to test and tweak stuff too, in terms of, well, maybe if I put the opt in here, because obviously I'm a, I consider myself a marketer first. And so initially I'm like, well, I could put the podcast player here and I could put this here because of, of what I want the user experience to do when they come to my site. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, it's, it's great to have that feedback. I mean, we've, we've had some, we've been lucky to have some nice feedback. We've had, we also had, a, you know, some suggestions for improvement, you know, alongside people saying some good stuff as well. And, um, uh, you know, I've, really try to reach out to people um and and almost catch them by surprise and email them and say hey what do you think of the theme and um and um, so we've got some great suggestions from users from that and um you know i think it's it's kind of funny because one of the things i was worried about when starting this business was like support i was because uh, everyone tells my you my next like, question for you <laughs> go ahead all right well um well yeah well um I just think, you know, because everyone's like, you know, it's, it's great, but support is going to kill you. And I was like, I thought it was always a bit of a downer about, you know, because it's like, we really don't want to put these themes into the world, but we don't want to charge people some like ridiculously, um, not even a high fit. I don't mind charging a high, high fit. I think most themes are, are really underpriced, um, personally. And I say that as a customer as well, um, of other theme shops, um, more in terms of you know the model of of support to to make sure we you know we don't sell a bunch of themes and then just go broke trying to support them now obviously part of that's just making sure the themes are good in the first place and solid and and stuff but you know actually it hasn't really blown up support like i I thought it would you know and um you know i was like if anyone emails me i'm just gonna you know say go go straight to this page and just 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 type it there but people have been emailing me like directly and maybe there will come a point where it's you know it's not scalable and i have to say uh, respectfully can you go to the forum or 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 whatever and we don't actually have like a you know like a fixed support structure at the moment partly because i just wanted to see um how it would go but i've just been emailing people back um and um just turning into like a conversation and you know, and um, people asking me for a feature, and I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Um, I'm really busy. You know, do you mind if I do it in like a week or so? I'll get it for you. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, anytime, anytime. So it's like, I, so support, touch wood, hasn't been like a really big issue for us. I really want to make sure we kill it on the support documentation. I mean, I don't know if you, you would have even seen it yourself yet, but um, I really want to go to town on that, um, making sure videos, stuff like that. Um, to make sure it is really, really clear. Uh, um, but at the moment, it's it's not the uh, it's not the uh, situation I thought it might be. Well, that's great. You know, it's funny because a lot of people I know that I have because um, I did a Genesis for Beginners product, right, with videos and a PDF, and it, it was one of those things again because my user is not the coder and the developer. And I learned a ton in the Studio Press forums pre-Genesis, but as they grew, I, I there's no way they can man those forums. They're, so, which is why they switch things. And now, you know, like each of the theme, there has a setup instructions just when you log in. And I, I think what you were referring to earlier with the community was it. Is, I mean, um, I'm I'm totally gonna I, I'm blanking on his name. There's a great Google Plus Genesis community that was started. Um, and yeah. right. And so there's that. And then like you were mentioning Twitter, it's the, the community, people who love Genesis really love it. So I do think there's 
a lot of support in, in that way. Um, and yeah, like I was mentioning that I want to use this theme, maybe I'll do a post and videos for you guys too, just showing my setup and sharing the process because I, I always come back to WordPress and even Genesis. It's not, it's more intuitive than you think. And you're not going to break anything if you just try stuff. I mean, not in the code. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, trying exactly. to set the theme up initially. Um, so before you guys launched and let's talk about this, cause I know you've got a couple themes coming. You've got the, um, the, the splash kind of landing page, which I was going to tell you what I love about his designs too, is like you were mentioning, I don't, there's not a ton of stuff that looks just like it, but yet, like, I love the flat design style right now and it's, it's pretty popular. So it's, the style is very, I don't know, I don't want to say trendy, but it definitely gears towards what's trending in design at the same time. It, it's totally original. So just another shout out to Daria. Those look great. Um, Thank you. No, he'll be pleased to hear that. I mean, he really, uh, he really sweated that design. <laughs> no, they're, they're gorgeous. Um, but so did you guys have a strategy for launching lean themes or was there a plan to just say, look, let's put one paid in the marketplace, see how it, it goes. And, you know, what did you, what were you guys planning when you launched this? Well, I think, um, cause I think when we first really agreed to go with it, like I said, it was August, uh, 2013. And, um, you know, I think the plan has just has changed and gone back and forth so much. I'd love to say we had this really, you know, just amazing master plan. I think we got to a point where I'm quite happy with 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 how we launched. But um, yeah, I think we originally, you know, we felt we had to launch with like several themes. And um, you know, like I mentioned, um, you know, we were sort of um, uh, my wife and I blessed with a. A baby not long after we started speaking about lean themes and that kind of did um uh put me off track a bit as it as it might do yeah life um, has a way of doing that (laughs) yeah and uh, so i mean shout out to Derry for being the most patient partner ever because you know he's he's just ready and ready raring to go and there's me all the time with excuses or whatever but no we i thought about you know you have to launch and it must have three themes and this and that and but um you know as we got you know i got to the point where it's just like well well, why can't we put out a 0.9 version why can't we um uh, why can't we just launch with one why why do we even have to have the full lean themes.co site there i mean we're talking about lean okay we're not lean because we took way longer than we were supposed to and we told everyone to to launch fine but uh, you know that's that's gone that's done but if we from the point we picked it up um, you know, in terms of like, you know, the, the lean start movement and things like that, I'm not going to you know, claim I'm some kind of guru, those kind of philosophies, but I think everyone gets the point about, um, you know, not spending months and, and, you know, tons of time building something without testing it or getting feedback or, you know, um, I think everyone gets that now, the whole business validation thing. And it's never been easier with obviously online. So, you know, we got to the point where we were like, well, the, why do we have to finish every single lean themes that code page, which hardly anyone's going to look at, you know, some of these deep inner pages to, to put the theme out. So we actually did a 0.9. Um, I'm not even sure if you aware of that. I think we pushed it out to the main list uh, about a week or so early. And uh, I was actually really inspired by um, velocity page. And I don't know if you've heard, have you, have you heard of that product? Uh, it's a new plugin. It's a drag and drop. A velocity. Um, no, I, you know, I used Velocity I, Page. You know, I think I came across that. Who's behind that? Because I used the um, 
um, um, Thrive Themes has a, a visual content builder. And who's behind Velocity Page? It's um, it's three guys. Um, the, the WordPress guy you would have heard of is Mark J. Griff. Yes, that um, was it. That's why. Okay. One of the uh, yeah, and uh, also uh, John and Bill, uh, um, John Esther, Bill Maloney, uh, 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 sort of partnering with him as well. Um, and um, I should actually kind of sort of do disclose at this point because I did a like tiny bit of work with those guys to sort of um, help them get it launched, uh, you know, outside of my lean fame stuff. So, um, but but. They, the the point is they did um you know with, with you know with if you take velocity page you know smart jquery it's a wordpress drag and drop thing it's kind of you know it's kind of a big deal i mean i think some people said it was the first time like a core person had released like a commercial sort of wordpress plug i mean not counting the stuff that goes through automatic themselves and um you know i i'm you know you know if it's kind of like a you know, if I'm, I can only imagine, and it's not stuff he's told me, but just I can just imagine in in Mark's mind, you know, um, you know, a certain degree of pressure, no matter how good you are, to to ship a, a great like 1.0, you know, because I remember when he announced it on Twitter, and if you dig it out of Twitter, you can see like the number of people that replied to his initial announcement, and it, it was like Friday night at like. 10 o'clock or something i think and it was loads it's just this huge thread of like twitter comments and um so i can imagine uh even for like a really top guy like mark there must have been like a huge pressure to get a, a great 1.0 and deliver and i think in the end again you know i'm, I'm second guessing him a bit here but if it were why not do it call it a 0.9 push it out to people early say hey it's a 0.9 buy it now if you, if you want you want to wait for 1.0 get it later that's what i did with uh, kickstart in the end because i know i could sit and i could keep adding stuff to that theme or keep finding another like one percent improvement and i have to fight that urge so i did a I, 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 I for two reasons one i wanted to thank all the people who'd stuck with us some of them for like six months before we launched the most unlean launch ever and give them <laughs> uh, like a little discount or chance chance to get it before like anyone else uh, and I'm I not did. You know what? Really... I did actually get that email, and I think I was at InfusionCon, and I'm like, because uh, it was like thirty nine dollars, right? Yeah, uh, we we just <laughs> we dropped it. I think it was twenty dollars, and um, yeah. but I don't want to get into the whole jumping slightly to another topic. I, I'm not really kind of keen to get into the whole like discount thing to sort of drive sales. Um, not because <laughs> I just I think like long run it won't do as much good. I think I mean Studio Press pretty much do it like once a year don't they just do um you know the the, the black friday stuff um um and things like that but you know, i just wanted to do something because like people deserve I, you know i you know so the amount of love we got when we announced it in august september i think people deserved like at least something um like six months <laughs> down the line and that and you know i if we put it out and we branded it 0.9 and people would understand if there were a few other things it was that or probably we would have taken another month because we would have just kept trying to perfect it or i would anyway yeah yeah and there's definitely a difference when you've got customers um to just get it done and and kind of you know um that imperfect action and get some feedback as well and you know i think the whole the pricing when you bring that up <laughs> there was a, a a big blogger and she, I was listening to something and it was, you know, her, what she says is it costs what it costs. And I, I think, you know, offering something of value to people who have supported you is one thing, but just to compete on price, 
Um, I, I don't know that people need to do that. I think people get, and I know for myself, I've done it. You get caught up in your head about not getting the business. Well, if they don't want to pay the price, they're probably not your ideal client either way. So, you know, I definitely think, and especially because same thing with you guys, it's not like you're saying, well, you can only use the theme on one site, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, um, like I said earlier, I just think themes are, I'm probably biased because I'm selling them now, but I just think they're way still underpriced. I think you're just going to see, I think you've seen them rise now, a lot of them in price. I think they'll keep going up. Um, I think like a hundred dollar theme will become like a standard thing. I really do. I, I just think like the top, you know, for real quality I'm, I'm talking about, um, I think people would easily, would easily pay that. Uh, I think a lot of the theme shops want to bracket themselves as like a, as a hundred dollar thing. Cause it's, you know, it's, they want to differentiate themselves. We're talking about a saturated market. Well, one way to differentiate yourself is on price, isn't it? So um, maybe we'll get there. I don't know how people react to that in the community, but I just think that's the way it's headed. Well, I think the same thing with, I, you know, in watching the sort of freemium model for plugins where they launch a free one. And if you want add-ons there, you know, there's, there's paid and whatnot. And I, I think it's something that a lot of users, it's like you just, you're kind of spoiled because you're using free software. And I, I think the last podcast I started sort of doing a shout out to, to encourage people to make donations to the free plugins that they use all the time. I mean, just think if I, you know, you get a thousand people even donating two bucks, <laughs> that's going to make $5 doesn't matter, but that'll make a difference to keep some of this stuff going. So I think it, it's just sort of a, a tricky path to, to, you know, navigate since, it's open source and people think everything with WordPress should be free. But I honestly think as WordPress has grown, people are willing to, to, to spend the money on a quality product, like you said. And, you know, the product speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I actually, I think, uh, I think one of the people, a lot of people looking to now is, uh, you know, Pippin, you know, Pippin, Pippin's plugins with uh, easy digital downloads. I mean, obviously, that's a different proposition to like a theme market, but um you know, and he has shown, I mean, he's not the only one, but he really has shown people, um, you know, how to build uh, like a real solid, rapidly growing business uh, on WordPress. And, um, you know, I think people really love his stuff. Um, yeah, he was actually part of the inspiration for, for Lean Themes because uh, it, we already had the idea to do Lean Themes, but I remember watching an um, uh, interview he did with, uh, on you know the drag cast with um, mm-hmm. uh, Brad and Dre, those guys, and uh, they they cracked me up. And uh, he was on that, and they were just talking about why would you ever put something like why would you ever try and do like an EDD inside a theme anymore? Like why would you ever do like a your own e-commerce thing inside a theme? It just doesn't make you know it should you know well, I mean by all means interface well with easy digital downloads and that's just one of the things we're really going to concentrate on with lean themes is making sure that um there's great compatibility there with all these kind of brand leaders you know edd woo themes on the e-commerce side um but you know i'm looking at things like uh, velocity page as well uh barley which is another kind of like it's not quite as uh, flexible as velocity page but barley is like a text editor front-end editor you know i think there's great um there's great merit in just looking at all these other people as partners and thinking, but how can our theme just work well with them? I don't ever want the lean theme to, to replicate something that's being done in like 
in like an easy digital download or one of those other plugins. You know, we, we in fact we we kind of do that with uh, Kickstart. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but you can have um, like a different background on every page if you want. You know, like the top. Oh no, band. I love it. Yeah, because I started already thinking like, okay, well, on this page, what could I put? No, I love it. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we are, uh, and I could have like, totally coded that, but like, why would I? Like, I. Uh, Justin Tadlock, great WordPress guy, um, has got a plugin called Custom Extended. I use it on a client project. And uh, while I was working on that, I thought, well, hang on. So all, all I did on Kickstart was make sure that uh, it can play really nicely with Custom Background Extended. So Custom Background Extended, if, if I didn't make that clear, lets you have a different background image on every page of the site. So I think most people are familiar with the fact you can go and set like a global background image and that, and you can do that on Kickstart. But um, if, if you've got the plugin activated and, and if you set an individual background on that page, the theme knows that and shows that background. If you haven't, it just ignores it. So that's, that was a real like aha moment for me when I was listening to Pippin on, on the Dreadcast about where the line should be between a, a great theme and a plugin. That's fantastic. <clears throat> and just so everybody knows, listening, all the links to everything that Nick has mentioned will be in the show notes. So make sure to check out the post and we'll, we'll have links to all of this as well. You know, that was one of the, um, it, it's kind of like, you know, studio press has got built in support for gravity forms, right? So the styling is all mm-hmm. compatible. And, and so that is a great way to approach any kind of WordPress business development, which was going to be my next question for you is, you know, do you have any tips or what would you tell somebody who's interested in starting a WordPress business today? And, you know, it could be themes, plugins, teaching, because I, I still keep thinking there's a lot of opportunity for documentation and training. You know, if you're not somebody who's a coder like me, <laughs> I love showing people how to do stuff, you know, the everyday user. So yeah, any suggestions for somebody wanting to start a WordPress business today? Sure. Yeah. And I, I, it's funny you mentioned on the training, like the education side, because that actually was my thought for a long, long time. Maybe we should talk after the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because um, I think that's a, that's still like a, a huge, but, uh, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, where, you know, I'm one of those people that just has far too many like ideas, not to say they're all good ideas, but, and um, as I mentioned, I kind of canned most of them to, to focus on a few things. And one of them I had to can was like an educational uh, idea I had around WordPress. So, but um, I still think it's that space is great. I was just thinking about it this afternoon because I, I was thinking about, um, you know, I got kind of tied up with like the educational thing in terms of, because there's a lot of people, you know, you might sell them a WordPress site or whatever, but there's some people that just, um, they just don't, and to put it in a nice way, they just don't really care about doing the stuff themselves. Like they're yeah. never going to want to do it or know. But then, you know, I thought there's there's a lot of people um, who who do have smaller budgets, and they're sort of, you know, they can get a theme for uh, fifty dollars, or if I have my way, a hundred dollars. And uh, but the, you know, but then to pay someone to customize it, it's quite a big leap, you know, because even like most reasonable developers. I think, you know, even someone who's just kind of changing stuff a bit is probably, I think, um, uh, Born Creative had a good post on the other day. Um, it was at least $50 an hour, right? I mean, unless you go to Elance and really get lucky. Um, but probably about 100 150 So their sort of, their theme might be pretty perfect at like $50, but 
They just want to change a few things, and it's like five hundred dollars to just change a few things. So if you think about the proportion of the cost between fifty dollars on the theme and just changing like a few things, save you know a few hours of someone's time, that's quite high. So I just think there's probably maybe for these kind of uh, smaller startups like solopreneurs, um, there is a space where they probably don't want to learn to code, but you know it's really not that hard to. Um, to tweak some of this stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's always the, you know, if they only knew, if they only knew like how simple it was. And I think it'd be a really great uh, opportunity for someone to do uh, kind of that, but not just like a video course, but like a, you know, a real community of people that are helping each other. So I think that's education is really interesting. I already name checked uh, Pippin. I think that if you want the model of a, of, to me, it seems like a great WordPress business. Just look at easy digital downloads. And now the things he's doing with affiliate, affiliate WP. Yeah. Who, plug in uh you know i i mean i really consider myself like an entrepreneur in training you know i i was always like a career guy really until about you know, three and a half years ago and then uh, i've just been trying to learn as fast as i can since then so um i don't think i can give people like too much of a steer but i think yeah education i think plugins in, in terms of themes i think you know, I'm not going to say go away because <laughs> we started a theme shop. Um, We've cornered the space think, now. We've got it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, Chris, um, so I know I'm going to say his name wrong, and I know Chris Lima or Lemma um, said it the other day. He did a post about, um, uh, you know, I think it was, it, it might have as well have been writing a post for me because I was like thinking of like starting a WordPress theme shop. Um, you know, here's some things to consider, and he, I think, his kind of key argument was that you know, to, for it to really succeed, like one of the best ways to, to really push it, it has to be around like a personality. Now, you know, it has to be around, um, you know, you, you have to have a name first and be known. And actually, Derry and me we really weren't. So, in that sense, you know, we weren't following his advice. But um, I think in order to stand out, you know, it's, you just you have to do something like that in themes. I, obviously, I think you can can make money in themes. Um, but I think for us, for Derry and me, we see it more as, you know, it's like a longer game. We're not, um, you know, we're not going to sort of force it. We, we, I just think hopefully the quality of our work and hopefully people are finding it's, it's a good quality will speak for itself. Um, and, and that's great. I, but I think if you're looking for a more like instant impact, I think... Um, looking at Pippin's uh, model, where he did, uh, you know, a kind of freemium style plugin, is is a good one to look at because uh, you know th- themes are themes are great, but I think most people don't tend to buy a ton of themes, um, obviously for very obvious reasons. But um, you know, obviously plugins, if a plugin solves a business pain problem, and hopefully our themes solve business pain problems, but um, you know, if a plugin solves that kind of problem, then people are going to be willing to pay almost instantly. There's not going to be a long conversation about should I spend this money or not. I, I totally agree. There's I've had some plugins developed and and tried my hand a little bit at selling it, and the support structure, as much training and and documentation as we created, wasn't quite there. But you know, it, it's still one of those things that anytime I come up with an idea, like we're working on a. Infusionsoft and Stripe integration for WordPress because there isn't one. 
And that community with Infusionsoft, those people are used to paying for things. And, you know, so I think in terms of like a WordPress business, like you said, if it's solving a business solution, um, that's always my approach at stuff. I'm like, I need this. And that's when I want somebody to develop it. And, <coughs> excuse me, um, it made me think about, you know, I just went to a conference and Seth Godin was a keynote and he's just brilliant anyways. But one of the things he said was be willing to be a category of one, meaning mm. you know, there's so much noise out there. You have to really be willing to put your personality into things and to, to differentiate yourself. You know, there's a lot of WP this and that. And, and in order to mm. not just be another regurgitated sort of WordPress news site, it's like be yourself and really be willing to put yourself out there. Um, and, I, I like what you guys did, like you said, with the launch that you're like, you know what, we're, we're going to put it out there, we're going to get validation. It's the, the whole process. I'm a big believer in things being organic. Uh, because when I force stuff is when it, it flops, <laughs> personally. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, just gonna say I agree. I think um, it was was that authority you went to with Seth Godin? Actually, no, it was um, InfusionCon in Phoenix. They had Seth Godin, uh, Simon Sinek, great, and Peter Shankman were all keynotes. And um, the running theme that they all sort of pulled in was, you know, there's a lot of noise out there. People want to connect with people. And if you you have to come back to that place of no matter what your business model is, be willing to be the person connected to your brand, be willing to connect with people, stop trying to sound like an agency necessarily, you know, and you have to know your market and your audience. But um, like, you saying that you emailed people like people were probably like, Oh, my God, thanks, you know, probably surprised. And it's having that connection, right? Like, people don't expect to buy that product. And then to hear from the developer or the creator saying, Hey, what'd you think? Um, and, and, you know, at yeah. a certain point, like you said, I don't know how scalable that is. But that's part of growing it. Yeah, exactly. No, I think I yeah, think glad you kind of quoted Seth I mean that's I always have it in my mind yeah I always want to kind of push it I'm thinking also particularly like a copy and, and, and stuff like that as well I mean probably I know that you look at the homepage of lean themes the copy is fairly fairly standard but I don't know some of the emails I really try and like push the copy you try and push your own like personality onto it uh you know I still struggle with that a bit I think probably like everyone in terms of you know um I always want to try and do that more I, I love what um it's kind of a different thing uh, but i love what brian garner did with unfiltered uh, if you saw that you know his new um like personal blog site oh yeah no um, i subscribed his stuff and he's he's been on this path of minimal you know and minimalizing things and just go ahead yeah i've seen the unfiltered it's great yeah i just think um i really want to just I mean, you, you're talking about right at the beginning about like how we stand out and stuff. I just think it's pushing our personality onto it. You know, I go, you know, I just, um, I would always much rather go like too far and maybe like slightly offend like a couple of people. I'm like, not being rude, but just then just to try and be kind of too bland. I just look at some, I guess you could say other businesses, but I, you know, I've looked at some theme shops and, and it's just kind of, hey, here are our themes. Do you want to buy one? Like, and you know, it's like a grid of themes to ch- uh, just, you know, okay, maybe they're, if it's working for them, great. But, but we don't want to be like that. We want to, um, you know, pour our personalities into it. I just think it's always a, I guess it's a challenge. You have to, um, you have to keep pushing yourself and maybe do something that makes you a bit uncomfortable or you think, oh, maybe this is not quite professional or, um, you know, it's the whole like purple cow 
the different standout thing, but I just think you absolutely have to be like in this in this space, and I don't think you can really run from it. Like um, I love what Seth said. Seth Godin said the other day, and um, again, okay, it sounds a bit cheesy, but I just I love it. He said, um, you know, it's one of his famous like two paragraph blog posts, or something like "Keep the fear in front of you." Like, don't you know? It, it, to me, that goes back to like the whole like eighty twenty thing, where you can spend like your whole day just doing like the eighty percent stuff, which feels like work, but you're not really. If you're really honest with yourself, you're not actually moving anything forward. You're just being busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and or are you doing? Are you doing the one, two real things like that are actually going to move you forward? The things that are, you know give you like sweaty palms or whatever. So that's kind of um, that's what I try and keep in mind anyway. <laughs> no, so do I. That was you know when I started the podcast. Um, at first, I remember thinking, okay, so much of what I was doing was video tutorials and whatnot, and then. I kind of, not kind of, I made a commitment to myself, just show up and be yourself. I'm so, I'm not a copywriter. And so when it comes to, you know, copy for sales pages and stuff, I will work with somebody, but it still has to sound like me. I I need to do that because I just, I'm not that internet marketer and I I just, I, I can't do that. And for me, my business took off with the podcast because it was just me. I'm like, forget it. People are gonna like me or they're not. Um, but it's, it's that, it was Erica Napolitano said, you know, love me or hate me, but don't be indifferent. And and so if you're being mm. true to yourself and really putting your personality in it, that's kind of where you're going to land. People are going to love you or they're not, you know, and it, it that's fine. But I think you it's a lot easier to do business because the people that like you when your personality comes through are really true customers. I'd rather have, you know, a list of 100 people that love me than 2000 that just are kind of interested. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great as well when you get... um you know, a client like that, you just have a great connection connection with, just completely be yourself. So I, I'm funny because I just, um, I recently switched our, uh, away from Lean Themes, um, you know, my kind of like consulting like, development business away from being like our company name, which has always been like eSanctuary, um, to just branding it as me. And not because I've gone like ego mad. Well, maybe I've gone like a tiny bit like, <laughs> egotistical, but... No, it's just it's just like you know it's I just think it just works better yeah you know, I it just um I, I, I've done it the lean way as well I've just done it as one page because I was spending like a week two weeks going like, oh what's gonna go on the inner page what's gonna go here maybe I should import this content from essential maybe I should do it and I just went no it's just gonna be a one page saying like hey I'm Nick Davis this is what I do um and I just put that up obviously on Kickstarter um and um and it's a great way of also me you know we tested it a ton before we put it out but it's a great way of me testing it testing it again but um just to try, i just think um unless you really are like a hundred person agency in fact maybe even if you are i think putting yourself at the front of the business like your, your name your face your personality just makes it much 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 better it's funny because i i did that actually probably a, a year i mean I I bought the domain name, the WordPress chick, and then I had to switch it to WP before, I, like six years ago. Um, but I had debated because I, as I think as you grow as an entrepreneur too, you know, I, you want to use your voice more for me, you know, and I was like, you know what? So then I pulled my name into the logo, but I launched a personal brand too, because I, I felt that need to just put myself out there. It's kind of that look at the phenomenon that is Brene Brown and the vulnerability and, and people wanting to show up. Um, so no, I, I love it. I think 
it, you guys both come through. You're both your your photos are on the site to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter. I think it's great. Um, so let's wrap up a little bit. So what is in store for Lean Themes? If you want to share a couple of the themes that are coming out, or you know, what do you guys have planned? With you know, no promises to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to promise because um, then the dairy might kill me. But um, <laughs> um, uh, we we're looking obviously. Um, uh, a couple more themes, um, sort of on the near horizon. Um, I think there's there's a slight preview of one on the site at the moment. We want to do a shop theme. We've we've imaginatively just called it shop at the moment. Um, maybe we'll come up with a, a better name for it. Um, I actually had someone email me saying, "I want to buy shop right now. Please, can you like hurry up and do it?" So <laughs> maybe we should finish it. Um, we'd like to do. Um, you know, we'd like to do like a, a we're talking about doing like some kind of a fashion theme, something around that. You know, we don't um, we don't just want to restrict ourselves to kind of. I mean, at the moment we've got you know Splash for I've just had an idea, and then we've got Kickstart where my ideas a bit further along. Maybe it's even like a proper business. So you know, we like doing things with you know entrepreneurial themes, but you know, actually to, to go into like a particular like industry niche in this case, so something around fashion would be be cool. I know Derry's been kind of cooking up some ideas for that, um, but uh, but I don't just want to really talk about like new theme releases because we we just you know we I think I've done something like six uh, maybe small updates to to kickstart like recently or certainly since the since the since the launch and like we want to do you know not just um, tweaks we want to do kind of feature updates and things like that as well. So we want to do like a nice 1.1 version, 1.2 version, um, maybe build, uh, I mean, I know there's plugins and stuff you can grab straight away, but just, you know, those things I was talking about where, um, you know, it really interfaces nicely with stuff like easy digital downloads. I know you were talking to, uh, I think, Ozzy like a few weeks back, and he mentioned about um, doing, uh, I think, easy digital download integration. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, yeah, and um, I was nodding my head at that. I just think, you know, if you're just a you know a small theme shop and you don't have like a big personality around it, I think what better than than to go to to you know people that are already successful and make sure your product works well with them. I mean, it's great for your users and it's you know it's 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 great for you. Who knows what would end up happening in terms of um, you know marketing and things like that. So uh, we just want to keep really improving Kickstart because it was quite a, a lean launch. Um, I've actually got um, a list of ideas. Um, and stuff from people that email me as well. I'm thinking of even doing like a Trello board. Do you, do you ever use that? As one I of haven't these. used Trello. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters what system you use, but it's just you know, it's like a it's like an online pin board, and you can just stick ideas. Up. So I was going to do like a, thinking of doing like a public one of those, so everyone who bought the theme can see. Okay, here's 1.1. This is what's coming. Here's 1.2. Here's what's coming, and people can vote for stuff and things like that. Like I really want to just be as open as possible about our ideas and, and development. So I think it's just such a win-win, you know? Um, well, so, absolutely. Yeah, that's, there, that's, there's that that's market validation, right? People are going to tell you what they want. <laughs> so it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the other thing I thought about is just, um, you know, we, we'd we like to, you know, do, be, you know, active in, in the community in terms of, like, content as well, in terms of putting stuff out there. Um, that maybe we'll do uh, in some, you know, 
periphery theme here or there um, where we start doing an idea and it doesn't think we'll translate into like a like a full thing. But um, yeah, I just um, you know I want to want to keep us fairly active, fairly open. I love I love what um, uh, Joel Gascoigne, I think it is a, a buffer. Those guys did a buffer app, you know, which can automate some of your posting does like they post everything about their company like it's completely open like you know almost to like the minute like how much money they're making um they even posted their salaries and stuff like that and you know the terms of like okay we don't have salaries so there's, <laughs> there's nothing to post but um I, I, in terms of like the trello idea like i really want to get people involved in in helping us decide um what's next so um yeah i think uh, a lot of it will be dictated by them rather than us that's really cool. But no, I think that's great. That's that authenticity. Uh, you know, Pat Flynn, I don't know if you've ever seen Smart Passive Income. He does monthly income reports for his audience. And it's um, he just shares, you know, these are my this is the income. These are my expenses. Um, and I think it's that transparency that people have really connected with him. So no, I think that's great. I, it'd be fun to see how how people get engaged and do this, do this. We want this. Um, so lastly, is there anything fun you'd like to share about yourself that people may not know about you? Oh, wow. I should kind of a random question. <laughs> it on you. You're like, wait, I didn't know we were going down that road. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, anything fun. Um, I just, you've just been working my butt off like, recently. That's sort of, oh, I guess I live in Italy. It's like kind of fun. Um, well, yeah. And then before that, I, Dubai, uh, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, I suppose, um, me like it's it's just I've, I've been lucky enough to like go see like a lot of places you know i've been um you know i've I traveled to different parts of like the middle east while i was there um went to asia stuff like that and um you know i, I, I think um and i just became more and more obsessed with this idea of um you know being able to kind of work wherever you are and still do like you know still do stuff that people love hopefully and like want to buy so yeah, I think um, I guess uh, you know at the moment with, with the baby, there's there's you know, there's lots of fun with the baby, but there's not much sort of fun stuff going on outside of uh, the baby. So um, yeah, it's probably it's probably looking back like um, the last few years and all the you know, all the all the crazy places we we traveled to. Well, that's awesome. I mean, and again, the fact that you're in Italy right now doing this. Um, <clears throat> I'd interviewed Dusty from Flywheel while he was in Paris. So. <laughs> It, it's that is part of what is so appealing about this. You get to do something you love and be where you want to be. So thank you so much, Nick. I've really enjoyed uh, chatting with you this morning and I'm excited to do what I can to help get kickstart out in the world and, and playing with it and really wanting to flip my theme as well. Thank you. Thank you. I really, uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure and thank you for the, thank you for the nice words about kickstart. I hope it does. Um, kick some butt for your new site. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, everybody, make sure that you check out the show notes because Nick mentioned a lot of uh, cool links. And of course, we'll have links to uh, Kickstart and Lean Themes. And we're actually going to be doing a giveaway. So I, I'm recording this prior to, you know, it's obviously not going to air tomorrow, but we are going to do a uh, contest with Rafflecopter where you can win Kickstart. So Nick and Derry were very cool to to agree to do something like that. So uh, just stay tuned for the end of this so you can hear how to enter that. So thanks so much, Nick, and congratulations to both you and Derry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers, Kim. (laughs) 
So thanks again for listening to the interview with Nick Davis of Lean Themes. And I don't know if I gave it to you guys in the actual interview, but the site URL for Lean Themes is leanthemes.co, just .co. Um, and you can go to the wpchick.com forward slash lean themes, and you can enter the raffle copter. There's a, a widget at the bottom of the post after the podcast show notes to win a copy of Lean Themes. Again, that's the wpchick.com forward slash lean themes. Thanks again, as always, for listening. And if you're up for it, I'd love a review in iTunes as it helps a podcast get found. And just to share the love would be great. So thanks again, guys. Enjoy and I'll catch you next time. Leave me a comment. And if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, There is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. And um, we will be talking soon.